When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, I think a solo Matt Palmer podcast would be something of note. Guys, he yeah. just suggested a solo Matt Palmer podcast. Hey. And vote below uh, <laughs> if you would like to below hear that. Below where? Like, if, doesn't that idea just make you want to vomit? Uh, it would not make people want to vomit. It make people really happy and excited for the future and be like, wow, Matt would be great on his own. No, we, what work, an icon. we work well together because we're such, you know, like opposite ends of the spectrum. Yes. Like, you know, you're really mean and I'm really sweet. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's exactly how I describe it. But when we started two game Matt... <laughs> Oh my God. My brother was just like, Matt Palmer's so mean to you. Well, and, and, and other people were just like, you're like a crazy person on this podcast. <laughs> and Matt Palmer's just reacting accordingly. <laughs> I mean, so, people have their opinions. They have their opinions. But you know, that's what Two Game Mats is about. Exactly. Opposite opinions coming together. Yes. It's people, like America. America. Oh God, no. There's, <laughs> it's different because here there's not a clear right and wrong. One of us is not like fully actively racist and the other is not. So True. It's different. Then, thank you for saying I'm not racist. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. <laughs> it's like truly the lowest bar, but you cleared it. Hey, God. some people can't do that. Some people can't do that. That's and true. guess what? I can. Oh, over Joe Biden. <laughs> 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 We're just going to rename the podcast until like November 3rd to vote for Joe Biden. Vote for Joe Biden. Which I think is appropriate. Appropriate. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Two Game Ads podcast. It's Matt Palmer. And it's Matt Steele. And we're back again. Another week. Another it's week. so close it, now. Girl, next week we are going to be recording this on the floor. Laying, I know. Shaking, quivering. I can't discuss it. Like, literally my entire life is just me, different days of the week, looking up how many people have early voted. <laughs> I clicked that link. I sent the link to my mom, like, on Tuesday. And every morning I go into our text thread, click that link, and I'm like... Okay, we're up to like 59 million. (laughs) Yeah, we're up to like 59 million. (sighs) I read today that more uh, black voters over the age of 65 in Georgia early voted than uh, black voters over the age of 65 in Georgia voted in the entirety of the 2016 election. I love that. I can't wait to to hear more shit like that in the coming week. I I check those polls every day of every single state and I'm just like, yes, yes, North Carolina, yes. Today, Joe Biden was ahead by three points in Texas, (laughs) which was just like, okay, like that's probably not going to happen, but it's still nice to dream. early voters shit is out of control. Like They're beating everybody. Is Texas going to save the, the thing is, if Texas goes blue, it's done. It's oh, it's done. It's that's that's the thing done. that people are saying. Like, if tech, if Joe Biden has like a lead in Texas on election night, the election will be called on election night. And like, oh. no, like very few people are predicting that this, this election will be called on election I night need just it because be, of though. how many mail-in ballots there are. But like, if Texas swings in our, if it looks like Texas is going in our direction, then like it will be called on election oh night, and God. Texas will save the country. Please. And the thing Texas. is, they are. They're fucking 
really voting. They are early oh, yeah. voting out their ass. Like, I feel like you can see the percentage of like how many people voted in a state versus how many people have early voted in said state. And Texas is number one. Yes, Texas. God. God, yes. Because this Jersey and loves you. I know. I have never loved Texas more. Oh my and God. like, you guys can do it. Oh my God. One time I took a class in college um, called Intro to Black Urban Studies. Love it. And uh, we had an entire section where we had to read like a 600 page book. Mm. I didn't read the whole thing, but uh, we had to read like parts of it. Yeah. Uh, and it was called Texas tough. And it's all about how horrible the Texas pr- and racist, the, the Texas prison system mm. is. And it's just an entire book about how racist <laughs> Texas is like as a state. Mm. And I, the, I, the entire time I was just like, Oh my God, Texas. Oh my God. Oh my God. My God. But you know what, Texas, you can turn my opinion around. Hey, in this moment. I'm looking at the website now because, of course, it's the only website on my phone. And apparently 80.2% of people, like the number of people that voted in total in 2016 in Texas, the early voters have already hit 80.2 of like the entirety. Girl. Oh! Girl! And I swear, I just know that like, of course, the whole thing is the more people vote early, the yes. more Democrats are voting. Like, yes. period. Yes. Period. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. You, I mean, I truly won't be able to live if we can't call it that night. I need a spirit. (laughs) Oh, I will not sleep. I I will not sleep. What else? I will stay up until a president. You want us to go to work the following day, not Mm -mm. knowing who the president's going to be? No, ma'am. No. Everything has to be canceled until you count those motherfucking votes. And also, you would think since it's early voting, maybe this is against the law or something, but like, just start counting them now. Well, they they count them now. Yes. So I, I think, or I, I don't know if this is all states, but I think with early voting, uh-huh. uh, they count them, you know, as they go, but only the machines know. Like the information okay. is in That's the machines That's fine too, but I feel like. I, I think it's just the mail-in voting that they start counting on election day. Mm. So that is what could like make election day backed up and everything. So mm. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't want to wait. All I know wait. is I have my ballot. I'm ready and raring to go. Much like the Dawson's Creek theme. I don't want to wait. <laughs> Paula Cole told For us. lives to, to be over. I know. Hopefully not. Our lives are going to just begin. They're going to, to quote Taylor Swift, begin again. Begin again. <laughs> but on a Monday at a cafe or a Sunday at a cafe? I, you know, I don't like that song. Well, I don't understand why you don't, don't. like that song. I think that I song just, is absolutely lovely. No, it's just, Not like in the top 10 or top 20 or maybe even top 30, but like I would put it up there as a very good Taylor Swift it's song. It's cute and fine. I just think it's like overly simplistic and it's like, okay, you went on a coffee date after Jake's Dale Hall. We get it. Like, I don't know. I just don't. It doesn't move me. I think I'm funny because he never, never did. did. Yes, yes. I mean, I just want her to get either really dr- melodramatic about it, like in the moment I knew. Oh, the moment I knew is a classic. <laughs> or really specific about it, like in um, fucking track five, All Too Well. Oh, I mean, well. And so Begin Again, I feel like it's just neither. It's just kind of there Okay, to me. okay, yes. Begin Again is not the moment I knew, and literally nothing is All Too Well. I mean, not truly. So that's, nothing that's ever been written. a fair assessment, but like, I think you should give that song some flowers. All right, I will give it, I'll give it another listen. Well, other than uh, checking the polls, yes. how has your week been? I'm trying to think, I think it has been good. Uh, if memory serves, I um, 
you know, we'll get into some things I did while we go into the news for idiots. But, you know, it was a nice weekend. Worked on a good bit of music, which I liked. Um, I, you know, had a pretty low key end of the week work wise because my boss was out of town. And so I could like, you know, just kind of chillax a bit. Oh, totally. I was still so, getting work done. So you're saying you don't work when your boss is No, there. I was working. Because absolutely. I will say when I am working in restaurant shifts and it's not the general manager there, I slack. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I'm not stressing like no one's really pinging me I'm like oh let's talk about this thing this 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 I'm just like okay I'll just get my shit done like when I feel like getting it done yeah (laughs) you know um so yeah it's pretty pretty normal week nothing too crazy I mean all I can think about is the polls and all of that Mm -hmm. so how was your week my week was very good I was acting done I said my one line two words on a Monday not at a cafe Um, (laughs) I I, you know I showed up to set for said show um, which shall remain nameless for the time being okay Um, and the first day we shot and the scene takes place um, at an event with a gathering of people all right Um, and I am a waiter in this scene and so I I filmed my line on the first day. Mm. It was a great day on set. I got my call time was two forty five. I love that. They tested me for COVID. I was a negative. Uh, <laughs> cool. I'm glad to know that now. <laughs> I, I chilled in my trailer for a little bit and then just went on. My scene was the last thing they shot that day. And then the next day, mm. my call time was at like seven a.m. Oof. I know. And I tested for COVID again and again tested negative. Awesome. Um, but that was a day where. Essentially, I was a waiter at this event, and Mm. so it was essentially for, you know, 10 hours I was walking around the background. Mm. (laughs) So that was a less fun, eventful day, but still, I got paid. A girl got paid, and that's what I care about. Got paid to act. That is literally the Matt Steele goal. Got paid to act, and then I got a number of auditions, like good auditions this week. Really? All right. And I just uh, submitted one audition to my agent for um, a show. Uh, and it's like one that is quite good. Okay. And so uh, I sent it to my agent and my agent <laughs> emailed me back. And I've never gotten this response from my I'm agent nervous. before. Saying, um, could you do it again a little less cartoony? <laughs> And I read the email and I was like, I don't think I was cartoony. <laughs> and so then I rewatched the takes that I picked and yeah. I was just like, oh, I'm crazy. <laughs> Why did I pick these takes? And so then I, I looked at the earlier takes I took when I was shooting at Fernando's. Yeah. And, and I was just like, oh, these are way better. So I, I told my agent, I was just like, look, I'm going to I'm going to re-edit together another something and send you something like less crazy. That is so funny. I know. Because <laughs> Normally when someone's like, you're too cartoony, I'm just like, no, I'm not me. And then you watched uh, but it then, and you were like. But, but this, I actually watched it and I was just like, oh no, this is a little much. <laughs> so we're going to dial it down. I love it. Um, so yeah, that's what I was doing. Hey. Um, which is why we're starting the podcast a little late. Mm. But the audience doesn't know that. I know. You know. But you know, what are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> so I don't know what else have I done this week. That's like about it. Stayed inside, yeah. tried not to engage in the COVID spike of it all, which yeah. apparently is happening. And yeah. uh, it's gotten a little cooler in L.A. Yes. Well, I will say the spike in L.A. was very, very scary because mm. for a week it was like 
below like 600 for several days in a row. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, yes, 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 LA. And then all of a sudden it went to 3,000 in one day and then like 2,000 something Oof. the next day just in LA. And I was just like, what is this? And then I read an article that said LA had some backlogged <laughs> things like cases and everything. Yeah. I was like, okay, so the backlog kind of screwed us over number wise. Right. But now today we were below 1,000 I think it's again. funny that you even, like, why even keep up with I that? I keep up every day. Why? Because it's like, it's never going to be over it's, until we... Well, it's something to watch. Sure. It's something to look forward That's to. That's true. That's true. I'm just so only focused on the polls and like the early voting of it all. It's like, I can't engage with COVID. Like, yeah. I'm just waiting for the vaccine. And until then, it's just the thing that we live with now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so should we jump in for News for Idiots? Let's jump into News I for have idiots. a lot of news stories. None of that are like terribly important, but you know... Uh, just tell me how you feel about it. So all right. Ariana Grande's new album, Positions, comes out on Friday. Yes. I uh, hope we're all ready. She released the track list. Oh, uh, read them off. There's Shut Up, Ooh. 34 plus 35, which is 69, if we're all good at math. Uh, uh, <laughs> There's <laughs> Motive, featuring Doja Cat, uh, Just Like Magic, Off the Table, featuring The Weeknd, 630, Safety Net, featuring Ty Dolla Sign, My Hair, Nasty, West Side, Love Language, Positions, Obvious, and POV. All right. 14 tracks. Cool. Interesting that Positions is number 12, yeah. the song. Um, the song apparently is doing very well on Spotify, doing well on Apple Music. I must admit I have not re-listened to it okay. since our reaction. I don't dislike it. No, it's not I, a bad song at but all. But it's not great. Like It's not like, oh, this is the first single of the new Ariana era, and it's like, let's stop the world with it. Is it better or worse than Begin Again, in your opinion? <laughs> Which would you rather listen to again? Positions uh, or Begin Again? I mean, they're honestly close. <laughs> like, they're both fine and serviceable for the artist. Like, they're very much like, this is a nice album track. Did you need to make a video? Okay. okay. <laughs> you know? How I, do you feel, Begin Again? or uh, Begin Again Position. is better than Positions. <laughs> like, and Positions is a good song, but I think Begin Again is a very good song. Mm. And I think the context is everything. Like, Positions is the lead single. Right. So there's much more weight in right. Positions than right. in Begin Again, which I think was like a late, late yes, single totally. in red. So, um, but no, I, I like the song. I think it's nice. I'm excited to hear lots of new music from Absolutely. Ariana. So that's the good thing we can look forward to. You will hear our full review, I guess, on Friday. On Friday, it's true. Um, I still have mixed feelings about Doja Cat, but she, every time I see her do a performance or every time I see her do something, it's always very impressive. So I think mm -hmm. she's quite the talent. Maybe I'm just going to have to get over her working with Dr. Luke and like being weird and saying the N-word on like live streams with white guys or something. Oh, I forgot which about she that. She does that's, that too or has done good. that. So that's no good. No. But, uh, you know, I'm Willing to have my mind be opened by her because she is very talented. And so I'm excited to hear their collaboration. Miley Cyrus also announced uh, that her seventh album, Plastic Hearts, is coming out this Thanksgiving. Seven? Can you believe that? Seven? Wait, hold on. How, what, name oh, them. <laughs> I, you think I can name Miley Cyrus' How, full discography? Seven already? I guess so. Wow. I mean, See You Again, that was a long time ago. And I feel like that probably wasn't even her first album. Okay. And that was like, uh, my best friend Leslie says, is that her name? Like the... Uh, well, that's a great song. And um, I, I forgot there's also like the Dead Pets of it all. Oh, I don't know if we're counting. Them, and are we are counting we? like that small EP that she released like a year ago? No. And she talks about that EP in the announcement for this album. Apparently she had planned on putting out like three EPs back to back. But then her Malibu house burned down, including oh. a lot of the masters and songs that she had done oh, for those God. EPs. And so oh, she talks God. about how nature did what I now see as a favor and destroyed what I couldn't let go of for myself. I lost my house enough. Fire, but I found myself 
in its ashes. So uh, it is nice. So now um, the she's worked with those collaborators, put out a full album. Obviously, I think the first single Midnight Sky did even better than they were expecting it was going to do. And so they're like, all right, let's put out the album. Because initially she was like, I'm going to wait to put out a body of work until I can put out visuals with it, blah, blah, blah. But they're like, no, no, you have a hit. Put it out now. Okay. Which I agree with. You know, I don't want her to. You really like Midnight Sky. So. Oh, I love Midnight Sky. And I love. I like it too a lot. It's a great song. Yeah. It's a great song. And um, I don't know. I think her vibe this era is really good. She does the cover. She's been doing a couple of covers that have been really well received, including a cover of uh, Zombie by the Cranberries. Uh, And that's really amazing. And it's going to be on her album, just the live version that she does. So I'm excited to hear this album. Absolutely. It'll be out and in stores and available to stream on November 27th. So mark your calendars, ladies. Something new to uh, review. For the Smilers. Is that what they're called? Oh, I've never heard that. I think they're the Smilers. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) What's worse, Smilers Arianators? Um. Oh, I mean, Arianators at least like makes sense. Like, what's why are they smiling? Well, there's a Miley in smile. All right, <laughs> all right. I forget why is also Rihanna. Why are they called the Navy? I, that one I don't know. Okay, that one I don't know. Um, I don't think I meant to click on this, so let's close up. All right, bye. Uh, and news we care about. Apparently, VH1 Ugh. has ordered an I Love New York reunion show that Tiffany Pollard will, of course, be starring in. I can't believe this. Oh, my God. This is what 2020 needs. Do you think this is going to lead them into rebooting the series? Like, if it does well enough? Because, like, I need to see her on my TV screen. Oh, absolutely. Like, and, Let's like, go. who's not going to watch this? Like, she's the mother of all fucking gifts and memes that are mm-hmm. reality TV based that is because of Tiffany Pollard like we need her on our screens regularly I one of my regulars in the restaurant who when we were open for indoor seating mm. who would always sit um, in my like at my counter uh, he talked about how he did marketing in New York back in like 2008 or mm. something around yeah. there when I Love New York came out and he was like yeah I worked for like VH1 stuff and everything so you know um, I did all the marketing for I Love New York wow. and I was just like <laughs> wait, 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 Nigel. <laughs> are you telling me you are responsible for New York, for Tiffany New York Pollard? And he was just like, so was he involved I mean, in Flavor of Love too? I forget if he did Flavor oh, okay, of Love, okay. uh, but he he was like, I mean, I guess a little bit. Hey. <laughs> he was like, I mean, he's like, I worked with other people, but right. like, yeah, and you could tell that he wasn't really proud of it. I was like, going to say, did like, you not get that Tiffany New York Pollard is everything? Yeah, yeah, he had no idea. He thought that like, oh yeah, I worked for like, you know, some trashy things and everything. No. And I was like, no, 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 you were talking to a homosexual. <laughs> Nigel, this is not trash. This is real life. I mean, and you you know when I was uh, interning at MTV Radio or whatever, she was one of the people that was an interviewee. It was mm-hmm. freaking, the only two people I remember were, um, well, I remember a few people, but I definitely remember Elliot Yamin asking for all of those uh, fake <laughs> sugar packets. Oh, my man. And then I remember Tiffany Pollard being nothing but very nice and having the biggest breasts I'd ever seen in real life. That's so good for Just her. Just gigantic. She deserves all of that breast. Good for her. Good I know. Her. She she earned that she breast. She deserved all that breast. Ellie Yamin deserved all that sugar. <laughs> Not real sugar. Not real sugar. It's like Splenda. Of course. Yes. Of course. No, no, no. He, we, he has, has diabetes. Right. Now. Yes. You know, we got to protect so I didn't want to hurt protect, him. Got to protect no. the voice. Gotta, and what a voice it is. So um, I'm excited for this. I'll be watching. Apparently it airs Monday, November 23rd on 8, 7 Central on VH1. So 
Welcome back. To Let's go. My world, Tiffany. We ain't doing nothing else. I mean, honestly, <laughs> um, um, and, and not surprising, but exciting news. Netflix is going to be campaigning Chadwick Boseman as uh, for the lead actor Oscar uh, for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. This was the most shocking news of the week. Was that shocking to you? Absolutely. Really? He was Everyone was just like, oh, he's going supporting. He's going oh, supporting. Oh. And when I tell you, like, if he were to go support everyone was like he's going to go supporting because a it could be considered a supporting character it's one of those roles that you know could go either way okay depending well i don't know what the edit of this movie is like maybe in this movie he has a lot more screen time than Mm. his character does in the stage show um but if he were to go supporting would win 100 would be the biggest solidified shoe-in of the year as far as acting categories go um, but the fact that he's going leading it's just like oh so we want some we want some competition who's he going up against he's going up against well he, here's the thing he's going the big uh, performance leading male performance this year that a lot of people are talking about is Anthony Hopkins and the father mm. plays um, a guy I believe he has dementia okay and people are saying it is just like an undeniably like mind blowing mm. like the performance of the year like type thing but Anthony Hopkins does already have an Oscar. I was going to say. So that is where Chadwick Boseman sort of has the advantage here. Right. Also, the whole posthumous thing, like people want to Absolutely. award that and everything. But also, I did talk to a gentleman on Hinge okay, <laughs> who, who said he got a screener of Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and he said the movie's absolutely incredible. Wow. And that Chadwick Boseman, and I this was the day it was announced that he was going supporting, mm. or that he was going leading, yeah. sorry. And I was like... I was like, I was shocked when I heard this news and he's like, no, 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 no. Like he will be competitive. Like he's wow. excellent in this movie. So, hey, what are you going to do? He is also in uh, The Five Bloods, I believe, oh, Chad, yes. which is a movie I have not watched yet, mm. but I hear is very good. Um, so Chadwick Boseman also could get campaigned for supporting for The Five Bloods right. as well. Um, so I'm, I mean, I'm excited to see how the Oscars. Uh, when does the movie out. come out? Do you know? Oh, no, December. Yeah. December 18th. Sorry. I'm just answering my own question with the story here, but um, I'm very excited to see it. I hope that he wins every award he's nominated for. Um, May he rest. Oh, it'd be wonderful. (sighs) Yeah. I'm excited for the movie. I mean, August Wilson is just like one of the most brilliant writers who's Mm. literally ever lived. Yeah. Um, And Viola Davis is like, I mean, (laughs) what can be said about Viola Davis? And Viola Davis knows how to work some August Wilson dialogue. I mean, mean, she won the Oscar for fans. I was going to say won the Tony for fans. He's won the the Tony for uh, King Hedley the second. King Hedley the second was the play. Okay. That she won her first Tony for. And I mean, so. I mean, I'm ready for Viola. I need to watch Fences again. It's one of those movies that I watched and it was just like Denzel Washington's character is so maddening to me that it was upsetting. <laughs> but like knowing that like, you knowing the ending and that like it's, you know, whatever, how it turns out would probably calm my nerves. Because it was a movie that was like so good, but so affecting that my blood pressure was just so high <laughs> during the entire time I was watching it. So I need to rewatch it knowing like, okay, it's all going to be okay. <laughs> oh, if you watch, that's like a character um uh in the Chicago trial of the Chicago seven mm. Frank Langella's character is literally the most evil character really I have come across in a film in a long time wow <laughs> like that's not like twisting his mustache <laughs> evil just like oh no you're like essentially just like a Mitch McConnell <laughs> type of person what's I'm up with like, his hands I don't know what's happening with him I don't know like is he I mean, it, I, it seems like I, I don't want to like gossip about this, but like, cause you know, it's, it's someone's health, but like I, it's, 
it seems like he might have fallen or something. Right. And he, I assume he's maybe on blood thinners. And like if you bruise yourself on blood thinners, like oh, it's really bad. It's really bad. Like you just get a lot of bruises and everything. Mm. But like his his face, it wasn't just his hands; it was his face. Yeah. And then he, but it wasn't just like he was bruised on his face. Like his face, like it was a little like. like I know. He looked physically different than he looked during his Amy McGrath debate, like a like two weeks ago. Which is crazy. It's just like, yeah. What's and the thing is, I feel like reporters asked him, and he was like, "Oh no, I'm fine." And I was like, "Yeah, I bet you're gonna say that." But like, you look, you know, four feet under. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. I'm more. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. He didn't look great. That's what I'm saying. He didn't look great. Well. I, uh, if you're in Kentucky, vote for Amy McGrath. Of course, of <laughs> course, vote for whomever is not Mitch McConnell. Um, so Adele was the host of SNL on Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, and she confirmed that her album is not done, which was very upsetting to okay. me. Okay. Uh, so I really think she's just not going to put an album out this year, and I'm just like, well, then why? Maybe it was on the books already, and like the plan was to have the album ready. Like I just cannot conceptualize why why was she hosting SNL then? Like, what are we promoting? Well, okay. Folklore was written in a week or whatever. <laughs> like, how it was written in a short period of time. Uh, like, what? She said it was written in like a month and a half, two months. I don't remember. She, she says, like, I started this when COVID started and it came out like, what, like two, three months afterwards? Yeah, something like so, that. So, we've got two months till December. Adele doesn't work like that. She doesn't. She doesn't. Adele takes her time. <laughs> she you know that but she's maybe she, but like maybe all she has to do is like write like three more songs because like not done yet makes me think like oh we've got like three well, more. Then songs why didn't you just sing add. the single? And I mean I get it. You want to focus on one thing at a time, but you could have ended it off be like and also my new single Bloody Blee comes out next Friday, and I would have been over the moon. Mm. I watched the episode. It was my first SNL of the year. You know. Everyone's doing their best in quarantine. Um, uh, <laughs> the, the writing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh no! I I have not. I'm not like an avid SNL watcher. I'm definitely not either. But it's it's just you know your my last memories of them, especially around the politics, is you're thinking about you know remember when Tina Fey was Sarah Palin I'm and how iconic, sharp yeah. those like everyone was watching that in the dorms. You would watch like you'd be in any dorm ever and you'd be watching Tina Fey as Sarah yes. Palin, and every single sketch was so sharp. I had to fast forward through that debate thing. It was like this is. Not funny and so long and like Jim Carrey's not doing well. Oh no! Like Jim Carrey's Biden is just not great. And the only um uh skit I watched from that episode was the fortune teller. Mm. Um, and I was like, oh, that's cute. That's funny. Yeah, no, yeah. that one was cute, and that was like the first one. That was okay. the first one after Adele's monologue. It just was. I the thing is, sure, Adele wasn't like a perfect stand-up comedian, but like she's not a stand-up comedian. Like she did fine. And well, oh no, but that, I never like judge uh, like the celebrity guest host because like to me that's kind of the fun of it. Right, like, watching people who are kind of out of their element yes. with these like brilliant comedians, which like, to is me, that's kind of funny. Right, which is why I was like, well, it certainly could have worked with her, you know, whatever acting prowess she has, and I just felt like. It was just very flat. It was very flat. And like, I don't know. Everyone, again, we're all doing our best. We're all working from inside. It all seemed like there were a lot of people in that fucking audience. I was like, <laughs> y'all are not spread out at 
Oh, why are you in that audience? It just is like this is not safe. This is not like I think they're getting around COVID regulations by paying the audience members as employees of SNL, and that's like what they're doing because they're on top of each other. Oh damn! And I'm like, this is I've not seen a shot of an audience. It was um, not my favorite, but she, you know, sang in one of the sketches, and she sounds brilliant as brilliant as ever. She it was. Good seeing her new svelte frame in motion. She looks lovely. It's not like one of those things where, you know, someone loses weight and their head looks really big and lollipoppy like Jennifer Hudson did that one time. Like, she looks really nice and, Good. you know, great. Um, yeah. Okay. Yes. And it was great. And the, her songs that were performed were very good as well. So, well, we were, can't wait for the new album, Adele. Yes. Write those songs. Get on but it. Say, but take your time. Take your time. Take your time. Make but, them good. I mean, you've taken your time. <laughs> like, I mean, it's when did 25 come out? 2015? 20, uh, I think Hello came out end of 2015. No, no, no. Hello came out like end of 2014. Oh, no. No, Hello came out like October 2015. Yeah. And then the 2025 album. came out like November. Yes. Yes. No, it definitely came out before Christmas because you know, gotta get that, you know, uh, holiday yes. money. That's Adele's whole thing, which is why I'm like, are we going to wait till Q4 2021 for mm-hmm. the new Adele album? She wants that holiday money, that stocking stuffer money. Oh, I don't I mean, know. It'll come fast. It'll come Time fast. Time has moved by fast so far because we're not doing anything. I mean, I don't think that's... <laughs> True. Okay. <laughs> I think you're being nice and I love that for you, but you're also lying. Um, And more movie news because we love movies. Love uh, Apple and Netflix them. are apparently holding talks with MGM about taking its new James Bond film directly to streaming. Um, And apparently they would just pay a lot of money for it. One of the streamers. And it's just like. Wow, even James Bond yeah. might be going to streaming. Damn. It's like, because I wonder, because it doesn't seem like that has to be terribly timely. It's not like, oh, this is going to be, it has to be released now. Oh, no, all the James Bonds, they can be released whenever. Right. So, I mean, I guess maybe they'll just get a lot of money for it. And they're like, hey, why not? So it's something to get a lot of money with. But yeah. just a, a note. Um, Speaking of more films that I'm not interested in. Uh-huh. <laughs> apparently, the prom teaser trailer came out. Mm-hmm. I couldn't bear to click the link. <laughs> So how was it? Matt Palmer. Uh-huh. It's a great trailer. Really? It's, it is a great Wow. Trailer. And I know it it has that line you hate. Which line was that? <laughs> One thing's universal. Life's no dress rehearsal. I know oh. you hate that line, and let me tell you, the trailer highlights why oh why that's they think the that's only like the tagline that, that is the line that's repeated over and over again and but you know what it's it sounds really good and like it looks good like really the, the trailer i don't know how the movie's gonna be but i do know that trailer is very good i need whoever to- edited that trailer Round of applause. Hey, when we love that for them, I need to become more open-minded about the prom because I feel like with what we do, there's no way around me watching this. But like that Tony's performance truly made me nauseous. <laughs> I thought the Tony's performance <laughs> it, was cute. Oh, it just it just seems so saccharine and like lame. But I will be <laughs> open-minded to it and prove me wrong, James Corden and Co. To please. be to be fair, I I have not seen the prom. Mm. Everything I have like heard of the prom, I'm just like, okay, quite saccharine. Yes. But from what I've heard from people who have seen it is the show knows how to work that saccharine okay. and kind of makes fun of it a little. That's like okay. the impression that I would I get. like that. So, you know, it, it 
could like work in full. So I'm I'm excited to finally watch it and to see because mm. everyone was just going nuts. The prom, the prom, the prom. So I'm excited to watch it and finally actually like develop an opinion about the prom. Right. On my own and okay. to remember that one thing is universal. Oh my god. Life is no dress for I understand why you don't like that it's, line. That's like begin again. Like why don't you like it? It's fine. That line is like first blurt in a songwriting <laughs> session and someone's like, "Oh yeah, maybe." <laughs> like it's just like I cannot believe that not only made the musical but it's being highlighted in the trailer. Oh. <laughs> It just it just grosses the me. The prom out. stands are gonna go hard on you. They I mean The prom fine. stands go hard. Not as That's hard as the Beetlejuice stands. The Beetlejuice stands. Y'all need to calm down, Beetlejuice stands. I mean They didn't Beetlejuice close? Yeah. I mean before everything closed. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the Beetlejuice stands. What are they mad there. about now? What are they, how are they still mad about it? They're, they're mad about it all. Huh. They're mad that Beetlejuice closed still. And uh, well, you know, <sighs> hey. What you love what you love. You do. Yeah. You do. Um so apparently there was on Twitter one of those uh, one gotta go games that mm-hmm. happens all the time and mm-hmm. like it's a str- like a part of straight Twitter that I don't generally engage in because it's <laughs> like well, this is a dumb game we've seen a million times and then one thoughtless version of this which is so obvious is like one gotta go and it's all the like Marvel Chris's yeah and you know I guess Chris Pratt began tre- trending because everyone's like oh he should be the one to go because he follows all these like right wing Republicans on Instagram and he and he belongs like, to this like homophobic church, church yes. that's like mm, what do all you that stuff just yeah. like a lot of stuff that he seems like he's uh, very very pro he's very right and very anti-gay and so of course Twitter is not going to love him and the Marvel actors came out full force to like vocally defend him and about a dumb Twitter game it's like <laughs> am I like I was I really kept being like oh I must have missed something someone must have like you know, said something. He must have been fired from something. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you're no, just she, responding she, to the Twitter game. He's just Mark, trending on Twitter. Do Mark Ruffalo and yeah. Zoe Saldana have nothing else to do? Like, <laughs> why is this what we're focused on? Yeah, it's kind of like uh, this. This like Chris Pratt. I know you're probably upset that you're only really trending on Twitter for this reason, but like, it's gonna be old news in 12 hours. Exactly. Girl. Like, w- like, wait it through, and you'll be fine. But. Uh, all these actors just went were just like no we love Chris and so it's like okay and and also the reasonings were so dumb it was like he's always been kind to me and like he's just not a political person and there's like pictures of him wearing like um, don't tread on my America shirt like like, don't say he's not a political like don't say that that's just a full fucking lie and it's just like if he truly like believes in this stuff he can make his own statement and stand up for what he believes in himself right and also I felt like I was also reading tweets about apparently Brie Larson was being attacked when her movie came out just by like people who hate women you know and she had Captain Marvel and everyone was like oh she's wrong for this she's not sexy enough blah 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 like got a lot of fan hate from like Marvel fans in that community. Oh, and they didn't say no. Not a word. And it's like, wh- why is this the hill you're gonna die on? Is a fucking one gotta go game? I just didn't. That's I a, that's a good point. Couldn't Paul. fathom it. I mean, I obviously was not engaged in the Brie Larson of it all, but when I read that, and you know how I feel. You about, love Brie. I yeah. love Brie ever since United States of Terra and Room, starring yeah. Justin Bieber, look alike. 
Jacob Tremblay. Doesn't look like Justin. <laughs> he Bieber. does in the music video for Lonely, which was he played Justin Bieber in the new Bieber video. Oh, I bet he's brilliant in it. It's actor he, of our generation. He literally walks around like I don't know what to do. I bet he's. About. I bet I would cry. And then I'm sure. You, and then Justin Bieber's like in the audience looking at him, and he's dressed up like Justin Bieber and like Never Say Never, and it's like okay. And I'll just be like, boo, go back to Jacob Tremblay. <laughs> it's also like. This song has no melody. Anyways, um, okay. uh, so that Chris Pratt thing was insane. Um, there's one other story. Apparently, Shonda Rhimes left ABC for Netflix after a Disneyland ticket stub. Snub, excuse me, um, in 2017 after 15 years with ABC. Wait, after a Disneyland ticket, ticket snub? snub? Like, apparently, mean? she was trying to get um, just like an... Uh, what was it? However, the turning point was when she asked for an additional all-inclusive pass to Disneyland, a standard Disney staff perk for her sister. After being told, we never do this. Repeatedly, Rhymes got the pass, but it failed to work when her sister, her children, and nanny arrived at the park. Rhymes tried to fix the issue by calling a high-ranking executive who showed no interest and proceeded to tell one of their biggest showrunners, don't you have enough? And then she moved to Netflix. <laughs> and I'm like... Wait, oh. wait, wait. <laughs> She left the whole network. Yeah. Because she couldn't get a Disneyland. I think I think that was just the straw that broke the camel's back. But I also think like, guys, just get her the fucking pass. Like truly, if like your biggest, like your showrunner of your biggest shows on your network is want something. Oh, and one of the biggest showrunners of all All time. time. Give her what she wants. Give her the pass. Could you imagine looking at Shonda Rhimes in the face and saying, Don't you have enough? Like, uh, like truly, this is a crazy story. I, that's why I had to talk about it because like, I need everyone to know that this so happened. Ridiculous and hilarious. And hey, just like the Beetlejuice stands, <laughs> the Prom stands, and the Be More Chill stands, let's not forget about them. Mm. The Disneyland season pass stands. They go the hardest of them all. I'm trying to think what fan group I'm a part of goes as hard as any of these people. I don't know that I'm I'm at that level. Like the Lambs. You know they have some opinions. Oh, but the Disneyland—it's not like that. Pass holders—they—they they don't. They don't fuck around. But hey, then Shonda later inked see. a three hundred plus million dollar deal with Netflix. It all worked out for her. But like, it's just let's not. Hey, she can buy as many pass I know, passes as, as she, she, wants she needs. But it's just like just. I just couldn't imagine. Like, if you were serving her at the restaurant mm-hmm. and she wanted, like, extra uh, ketchup or something and you were like, don't you already have enough? Oh, my God. I would get, I would grow tomatoes from <laughs> my own personal garden. Right. Mash them myself and create ketchup on it's my just own. Like- and I hate ketchup. I would bathe <laughs> in ketchup. I would be like, here, man. I hate ketchup too. Hate it. It's gross. It's disgusting. It's like, why? What are yes, we doing? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. So, anyways. Um, so yes, I agree. Just give Shonda what she wants and like, that's why, you know, she's not on your network anymore. Also, so how much is a pass? It's I like know. A couple, just, like, a couple hundred dollars. Right. Just give it to it's her. Like, it's like, same thing as like going to a company dinner. Right. It's fine. It doesn't make sense. But, you know, so we're team Shonda here. <laughs> you know, go Shonda Land. We love I her. I mean, we're always team Shonda because someone that powerful, you're gotta be. You team, don't want to be on their team. Don't, don't off their not, team. You don't want to be not team. Honestly, Shonda. it's like being not team Oprah. It's like, what's yeah, that gonna do? It's for like, you? yes, I am afraid. It's like, did you know that Carrie Hilson, who used to have big hits, came out and said she didn't like Beyonce, and we haven't heard that name ever since. So, 
Guess ABC's going under. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had a good run. They really did. Wonder where the Oscars are going to be next time. Yeah, we'll have to see. Oscars we'll are going to be on streaming on Netflix hey, now. Honestly, don't say it three times, girl. It'll come true. <laughs> It'll happen. Um, so, okay, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with uh, more 2K Mats podcast. Gosh. <laughs> fell. Yeah. But don't worry. Yes, we are. We are back and we are on to email my heart, which is the section of the podcast where we answer some questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of email my heart if you email us at two gaymats at gmail.com to spell T W O. Mm. So this question comes to us from Robbie. Robbie says, hello, Matt. Hope all is well. I don't know if you remember, but I was the first ever email my heart on the podcast. Oh, my gosh. And I was asking about where I should go on my Madonna listening journey. I have finally made my way through each album. Wow. And can say that Ray of Light is unquestionably her best. Tell him, Robbie. We agree, Robbie. And that is a journey going through. I've done it. Going through every Madonna album in entirety. It is a journey. That's wow. for a long time. You did there, it. There are 5,000. I was going to say, that's a lot. You guys are stronger than I because I've not done that. And just always changing. Every album sounds different from the next. And mm. it's just like, what? It's, <laughs> it's really a fa- fascinating. Her discography is very fascinating. Um, anyway, Robbie says, aside, uh, I wanted to ask if you guys have heard Head and Heart with M&EK and wanted to ask why Matt Palmer wasn't credited for his vocals. <laughs> That is a great point. (laughs) I swear you could have told me it was Matt and I would have believed it. But on a serious note, I wanted to ask if there's any update on new music from Matt. Oh my God. Would really love to hear a brand new EP slash album soon. Love you guys. Oh my God. I love this question. Give us the update, Robbie. Um, About you. Well, Emily. Give us the update, Matt Palmer. This oh yes. <laughs> um, well, a I have heard Head and Heart. I am obsessed with it. Emily K is, of course, my favorite. He sounds amazing on that song, and I have played that song for my real life boyfriend, who was like, "Is this you?" And I'm like, "No, it's not." <laughs> but uh, apparently, I sound like Emily K when he's not really singing too hard. And hey, I like that. He has a great, lovely voice. Um, and we, we think that's great. And uh, for me, there we're wrapping up writing now. Uh, I think we. I just. I think I finished today writing the last song. I'm not sure if that's the true. Last the last song? The last song. Girl, I there know. are ones you have yet to I show know. Part me. of me is thinking I want to wait to show you. Until I we don't could, want Because then we could get it on camera and that'd be such a good fun oh, reaction right. moment. Fine. But fine. yes, I, I, there are changes I want to make. There are songs that are still being produced. So it'll probably be early next year until it's out. But okay. We have seven songs that I'm excited about. You do well with um, a seven. You know, I love a seven. Does it go in the same like trajectory of like, it emotion? It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't. Okay. Um, I mean, there's a little bit of a trajectory, but like we have to throw in some bops up front. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, we can't leave all the good things at the end. So. I mean, I have to say, if the song that I think was supposed to go at the end or is still going at the end is still going at the end, that's my favorite song. I mean, you know? it, it's not going at the end. It's too late. It's not. No, it's no. It's not going at the end. No. Oh, it's too, that's you, people have to hear that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's probably going number two. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. uh, but yeah, so I, it's coming together. I think it'll be a cool vibe. It's a little less like full fledged dancey than the last one's a little bit more mid tempo and like vocally. We're going a lot of different places. I like this last song. Oh, if it does a vocal thing that I'm like still like 
Should I do this? <laughs> so I keep going My back and forth. My answer is yes. I keep going back and forth. I don't know forth. what it is, but yes. I mean, I, it's something that, you know, not to be like one of those people or one of those artists, but like something I've never really done in a song. Are you scatting? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, something that also I don't hate. So no, I am not. Um, but I'm, I'm going to keep listening. Maybe it'll be that way by the time it comes out. But are you? I did, I'll, tell, I'll tell you after the show. You'll get, I don't want you guessing it on the pod. I'm excited. I know it's exciting. I'm thinking early next year. I don't know what we're gonna do about videos. We'll have to like do some something that's easy and safe for to shoot something because mm-hmm. I'd like to have a video along with it. But again, I still need to figure it out. I need to figure out the final versions of the songs, figure out shooting, figure out promotion. But early next year is my plan okay. and my goal. So a different vibe. We're doing a lot of different things. You're like Madonna. I'm very much like Madonna. every album's different. Yes, yes. Things. Okay, so next question comes to us from Taylor. Uh, Taylor says podcast and then a cute pumpkin emoji. I love it. That's uh, the subject line. Hey, Matt's hope all is well with you guys and happy fall. Two questions for you guys. I know the love you both have for Carly Rae and I was curious if you guys listened to or liked Kim Petras at all. I came across her a few years ago and I feel like I've... And I feel like they have a similar vibe. I feel she's going to be staying around for a while and slowly getting a following. Also, she puts out a Halloween-themed album, Turn Off the Light, which I thought was a genius idea. Um, we talked about Turn Off the Light recently and how mm. it's interesting that she has puts out Halloween albums instead of Christmas <laughs> albums. Right, right. And she put out another Halloween song this year, I think, mm-hmm. like on last Friday. I didn't That's, listen to it. Okay. But... Okay. You put it out. <laughs> she put it out, yes. I have heard uh, on Turn Off the Light a song called There Will Be Blood. Mm. And you love it? It's great. All right. <laughs> it's great. It's great. That's all I really ever heard from yeah. uh, Kim Petras. What else? So, uh, give me that. Hard to Break. Yes, Hard That's to Break is the one yes. song I know that really well. And that is a really great song. I have trouble with her because of the Dr. Luke connection mm-hmm. and the fact that she's also gone out of her way to defend Dr. Luke. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool to have a really popular trans act, you know, in the world. And uh, I love that. But I just, the Dr. Luke defense, I just can't. It's hard. It's hard. So, but maybe I'll, much like Doja Cat, maybe I should warm to her, become more open to her. But if they could just disavow Dr. Luke for me, that would be great. Okay. That'd be great. There's still time. There's still time. There's always time. It's never too late. (laughs) Um, The next question is, when this was being written, Adele is hosting SNL this week. Hoping for her comeback ASAP, Adele is in a new part of her life right now. Do you think maybe she will transition genres or go down a more disco pop vibe on a track or two since that seems to be the trend lately? Mm. We all know after her carpool karaoke, she can rap. I <laughs> I think it would be cool to have a pop banger from her. I think that's a great idea, actually, and I wish you were on her team because I feel like Sam Smith kind of started out as, uh, mm. you know, a different version of Adele, I guess, you know, male presenting at that time. Uh, but Sam is now been putting out these pop bangers and they're so, so excellent that I would love to hear Adele on a track like, you know, uh, you know, like Diamonds or yeah. How Do You Sleep or, you know, songs that are still vocally competent, but just have a little bit more of a beat to yeah. them. And like have that like depth in like the voice exactly. and that emotion and everything and are a little deeper shades yes. of dance music. Absolutely. And I mean, if she still wants to do like I am you know a torch balladeer she obviously has a lot to sing about I'm still excited for that record if she wants to put out that kind of record but I'm with you I'd love to hear her over just some different sounds why not why yeah not? sure might as well she's already Adele she can do whatever she wants exactly um, another part of this email I also I'm shocked to see Matt Steele is single <laughs> 
<laughs> Making someone laugh is everything. And Matt Steele, you've got delivery down perfectly. Oh, well, according to my age, and I'm a little too cartoony. Well, just today, just today. A perfect smile helps too. Oh, that was really sweet. That's um, nice. from one Jersey gay to another. The gays in Cali don't know what they are missing. Oh, that's very sweet, Taylor. That's very sweet. I appreciate it, especially at this time in my singleness. <laughs> <laughs> Why at this time specifically? Well, you know, uh, let's just say <coughs> things did not go well in 2020. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, and Taylor has also another important part of this email. Yes. Vote Biden Harris 2020. Yes. Oh. Thank you, Taylor. Taylor. Firing all cylinders, truly. That email was one for the record. Taylor books. knew. Excellent. Taylor knew. Taylor gets it. Taylor gets I love, it. that's the thing, is I feel like I have friends who listen to this podcast who are like, I love how your listeners and their emails, like, they get it. They I'm get like, yes, it. Yes, they just fucking get it. They really do. It makes me happy. It, yeah. I'm over the moon about it. But we've come to the final portion of the episode. Mm-hmm. Regrettably. <laughs> Matt Steele, mm-hmm. what has been giving you moments this week? So this is something that I was supposed to see live in January with my friend Megan, but I was mm. like, because she was like, oh, I'm seeing it at the Mark Taper Forum in LA. Do you want me to get you a ticket? And I was like, yes, actually, no, because I might not be in LA for January because mm. I might be doing something for Devos. I ended up not doing that thing for Devos and missed this show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there was a show that was on Broadway, uh, I believe end of 2018 or okay. beginning of 2019 um, that uh, it was called What the Constitution Means to Me. Oh, and I saw I went and saw it. Oh, you saw yeah, it? I did. I didn't know you saw it. I did. Sorry, I don't mean to rub it in. Oh. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was giving me moments. I'm sorry. Week. No, go on, go on. Um, so they announced that they were recording it for Amazon Prime and releasing yes. it on Amazon Prime and it was released like early this week or late last week and I finally watched it and it's fucking excellent. It's amazing. It's excellent. If you don't know what it's about, it's um, written and performed by a woman named Heidi Schreck. And she, when she was 15, she performed in a lot of competitions where young people like debated the Constitution or talked about their interpretation of different aspects of the Constitution. Mm. It's sort of like a debate competition, but just like a little more specific, which I think is really cool. I had no idea these competitions happened. So she goes back to her 15-year-old self and she tells does you know what she did when she was 15 and everything but then as an adult puts it in context talking Mm. about her own life her mother's life her grandmother's life and her like a great 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 grandmother's life and what these different like amendments meant to these different women in their lives and Mm. everything and how these amendments were interpreted during their time and or like how these amendments are interpreted now and it's just so fantastic and then at the end of the show she brings up a uh uh, it changes like like it went in cycles like on broadway Mm. i don't know if it was just two uh, amazon prime just shows two girls but i think on broadway there were a couple more people i'm so glad Um, they kept this part because that was my first question is if they were going to keep the part with the girl at the end yes they she brings up a girl uh, and they have a debate and uh the girl that they had in this episode was a high schooler uh or not in this episode in this special was a high schooler but Mm -hmm. then there's also like you can also watch the other girl who's a college student Mm. and they're both debaters like they both compete in debate competitions and everything and they flip a coin 
wanting to see like what they're going to debate, like what position they're going to be on. Right. And they debate whether to abolish or keep the United States constitution. Mm-hmm. And the audience gets to like vote on the end, like who they side with according to the, the, the debate. But the whole point is like, they both have to have a debate, like an argument for both sides, yeah. depending on what they want to do and everything. Exactly. And, and it's just, it's ex it's, excellent absolutely like it's she, so well done so yes. moving and so interesting yes. and just like she talks about her like great great grandmother who like died when she was 36 of melancholia mm. because she, and she was like sold to her husband like oh. in a catalog she talks about her grandmother which is just like which i won't s- spoil anything but like yeah. oh my god it's it's such an interesting play such an interesting concept and the fact that she started talking about the Supreme Court, the fact that this released now and she's talking about the Supreme Court and Supreme Court decisions based on their interpretations of these amendments of the Constitution and how wrong they rent went just reminds you how important the Supreme Court fucking is and how important voting is because the people who are elected choose seats on not just the Supreme Court, but in so many different courts right. in the land. So like that's why local elections are so important. That's why every single election is so important. And that's yes. why everyone should absolutely vote. Yes. But just the fact that it was this was being released now and the Supreme Court decisions that she was talking about were so like ugh, the the fact that it was just the timing was just impeccable. Right. <laughs> and I was just like, God damn, I'm sad. Because it's just like even that's if, the thing. Even if like Joe Biden wins, it's just like, oh, we're still like how do we kind of fuck exactly how do you undo all of the damage that has been done with the, with that's the why, Supreme Court and all of the courts underneath that that's why there. y'all should have voted in 2016 I mean we'll talk about that later no um uh so but the thing is like for something to get the, to the Supreme Court it has to go through other courts as well so if Joe Biden wins then you know or and if like Democrats win across the country other court appointees yes. will be picked by them yes. which means that certain cases won't make it all the way to the Supreme right. Court so so yeah just yeah. a very moving I agree. Uh, experience. That's great. I haven't yeah. watched the one on Amazon, and when it was out here, it wasn't Heidi, but it was another performer performing the show. Oh, and it was still excellent. I she did not know it wasn't Heidi. It was not Heidi out here, but it was excellent. She did a great job of it. But then yeah. at the end of it, she like was like, "Okay, this is my my real name is this," uh-huh. and like I wasn't a debater. <laughs> and and you was, were just like, "You liar! <laughs> you you mean you're an actress?" She was a great one though. She did an excellent job. So uh, yeah, I I would definitely recommend seeing it. I'm sure it's even better with Heidi. Maybe I'll give it a watch. Amazon right. Prime. Instead of Borat, which I have no interest in. (laughs) But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, My giving you moments this week. This is going to go out to Montana because she has been singing the praises of this girl group to us privately and publicly as much as possible (laughs) ever since she's come into our lives. Montana's one of our iconic patrons. Yes. Um, But I have been this go round with Little Mix very engaged with their era and uh, their first single off their new album, which I believe the album is called Sweet Melody, but correct me if I'm wrong, uh, was, I believe, Breakup Song, which I loved and was super into. Then they put out Holiday, which I liked and was good. And they put out several uh, pre-release songs, uh, one of which was not a pop song, which is great. Also, another M.N.E.K. co-write, which, you know, okay. I love him. Uh, but it's just really great and fun and singable and, like, has a diss to Simon Cowell 
Powell because apparently they're leaving the Psycho record label after like six albums with him. And then the, the one of the lines of the pre-chorus is, I don't do what Simon says. And it's like, yes, that's, <laughs> that's a iconic. That is a fucking line. <laughs> that's so amazing. It's wonderful. And then they put out this song and video on Friday called Sweet Melody. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is so fucking good. Like, it's like, remember when pop music was fun? <laughs> That is this song. It just like is, it fires on all cylinders. The music video is amazing. There's such great dancing, such great cuts. It's simple, but just like them all dancing and they kind of become one another. And it's just like, am I... A little mixer. You're a a mixer. How did this mixer? Sorry, I have the hiccups. I just don't know how this happened because truly, I was for a long time and maybe unfairly just like, I don't care about this. I just, (laughs) I wasn't for me. I felt like they were for a younger generation and I had aged out. But like, I hear this stuff now and it's like, no, you guys are doing like, I don't know. Like, this is real solid, like, very well thought out pop music that you've just put out. And I am so excited for the album. Like, if it can. You know, have this standard all the way throughout. I imagine it will be their best album and certainly my favorite on first listen. I've been going back and listening to their other albums in between Salute and the new one. Um, and they have some great songs all the way through. But this one, I don't know. I think they're taking it to another level. When does this al- album come out? Oh, my hiccups. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, had them, I had them at work. Oh, well. And, and I thought they would be gone by <laughs> I'm glad they were gone for, for most the, of the for podcast. The podcast and now they're back. Well, we'll just call the friggin' podcast. Matt Seelix got the hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it comes out not, uh, the, I think it's the Friday after the election. So not this Friday, but the Friday afterwards. All right. We might need happy music to make ourselves feel better or happy music to celebrate. To celebrate. And hopefully it's to celebrate. But I think I'm excited. To, I want to learn more about all of the girls. Because again, I also felt very strongly and very happily that I believe Leanne, who was the black member of the group and Normani kind of were supporting each other when they were both coming out uh, and talking yeah. about when what it's like to being being the only black member in like an all white pop group and they're like it just feels like you're there but no one's there for you like everyone has their favorite and you're just not it mm-hmm. and it's like ooh. it just is heartbreaking but like I love that Little Mix is still together and they still love being together and they're so good and like they can really sing and they move well and the songs are really hitting, especially this go around. It seems like, I don't know if this to be fact, but it seems like from what I was reading on their Wikipedia, their last album was probably their least best received, which is why they were probably let go or allowed to leave the psycho contract. I don't know if they went into a more urban direction, but I love that they are doing straightforward, like unabashed pop music. That's also not like idiotic. Like it's got some depth and some color to it and it just really really works for me so all right here i'm here for the new little mix era okay it's giving let's me go. moments i'm excited i'm excited too oh gosh guys is there anything else you want to tell the people before we say goodbye i don't think so i hope oh, my hiccups get better i, I hope, I hope how long do hiccups better. usually last for you because i went at work it was like 20 minutes went by and people were like you still have the hiccups and i'm like hiccups last like a couple hours for me. Oh, not a couple hours. They usually last like two hours for me. No, I think that's a little. My but twenty minutes. People shouldn't be acting you. I'd say I'm usually in and out of a hiccup fit in an hour. Okay. Yeah. Well, wish me luck, ladies All right. and gentlemen. Best of luck to okay. you. I'm, I know there's like history. Like one guy had it for like forty years or something. I don't want I, that to be I you. Always, I always think about that. That'd be very annoying for me. 
Because <laughs> I live with you. It'd be kind of cute, like, nope. on, on the channel, though. Like, oh, and the, this is Matt Palmer. He's, like, really mean. But, and Matt feels really cute. He hiccups. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> uh, so make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Palmer Music. And I, it's Matt Steele. And Two Game Mats for both of us. We'll be back next week with more Two Game Mats podcast. Bye. Bye. Vote for Joe Biden. Vote for Joe Biden. 